Hello, I'm Chris Giles, and welcome to this new podcast from International SOS. Now, we've recently changed our risk ratings for several areas of Mexico after undertaking a review of the security environment there. So we'll be telling you what's changed and helping you to understand how we made those assessments. Parts of Jalisco State, which contains one of the largest cities in Mexico, Guadalajara, it went down from high to medium after we determined the security environment has seen some rather positive developments. We'll also be talking about the recent protests in Mexico. And find out why more are expected in the coming months. The protest that we saw on the 26th was huge, was in defense of, of the electoral institution in Mexico, and it was also an anti-government protest. I think that we can expect a lot of this in the next several months. We are close elections. They are going to be June next year. And I think that we are going to expect a lot of these protests also because of the public reforms of these topics. But first, as you might imagine, international SOS is always keeping on top of the latest security developments around the world. We've just published an important update for several areas in Mexico, where following our investigations, we've changed the risk ratings based upon the latest information. Our lead security analyst for Mexico and Central America, Raul Iglesias, has been telling me about one area where the rating has been upgraded and why that was necessary. For the specific case of Sonora, which went from medium to high, we noticed an increase in armed clashes across the state, many of them resulting in numerous fatalities, which, t- which gives us a sense that uh, conflictivity between organized crime groups is on the rise. And we also noticed that this uh, increase in clashes that we noticed on social media uh, on the first instance was corroborated by official statistics, a rather steep increase in uh, homicide rates and other types of violent crime that have all seen a notable rise in recent times. In Guaymas, uh, Ciudad Obregón, which are other major uh, cities of the state, there's been a significant increase in violence. People there routinely report feeling unsafe because of the rising uh, gang activity across these areas. Also, uh, in parts to the center east of the state, which is a mountainous region uh, with a heavy mining presence that has seen a lot of conflictivity surrounding uh, local uh, drug trafficking groups, even some incidents affecting uh, personnel of this type of companies. So that those are different factors that went into uh, the evaluation of the of the risk rating for that specific area. Our teams take into account a wide variety of sources when it comes to making their decisions. Everything from the latest trends spotted on social media to data reflected in the most recent reports. But it's also important to be able to explore the areas for themselves. Jaime Lopez Aranda is International SOS's Senior Manager for Intelligence and Assistance for the Latin America region. And he's been telling me what precautions they have to take. We do have to take special extra care in terms of the scheduling of the meetings we have, the people we're actually seeing, the routes we're taking, the particularly not traveling at night, doing, I mean, in certain areas, and uh, ensuring that at all times you are keeping in touch with uh, people who might be able to assist you and who knows your schedule and, and every point. But I would say all in all is we go where our clients go. <laughs> so we, we do take the necessary precautions 
but uh but yeah we have to be there whenever our clients are we are there <laughs> so yeah that particular sense now and hi mate what are some of the main risks that maybe our clients could encounter and how likely would that be one of them is the incidental risk of shootouts and the danger for the clients of the workforce to be trapped or to be a vice and a bystander doing a shootout interest but the thing is the thing is the thing about this instance i'm sorry is that they are re- relatively rare for the most part in the in our medium um in a medium risk uh, locations but they can be really high profile for example in particular in the case of jalisco uh the two most recent events actually took place in really high-end locations so it really raises the profile even if it doesn't necessarily raise the risk on the other hand, uh, some areas, for example, in Tamaulipas or in Sonora, you might encounter, especially in rural areas, some sort of um, well, blockades, uh, extortion attempts, uh, intimidation events, that sort of thing. And that can affect both the, the workforce and the businesses operating there. And that's sort of a different, uh, completely different scenario, if you will. I mean, for example, if you're driving a relatively expensive pickup truck down the Sierra in Sonora, that is liable to get you perhaps harassed or even um, or even robbed. I mean, it's because that says the sort of vehicle is like cause a lot of attention to yourself and creates a lot of um, that. Those are the major ways in which uh, organized crime impacts the regular life. Now, we, of course, keep our clients updated on our analysis of developments in the security environment, like significant protests. That informs our risk ratings via our security alerts, insight reports and forecasts. And on the topic of social unrest, Mexico has recently seen a number of demonstrations. The most recent was held on March the 8th on International Women's Day. There was people singing, people dancing. I saw a lot of small kids in this protest, a lot of bicycles. Paulina Bouchon is International SOS's security specialist for the Americas and says it was one of the biggest events of its kind ever to be held in Mexico City. Official sources are saying that there were like 90,000 participants, which is huge. But also it's important to say that that was the Mexican City um, protest. But these kind of protests occurred in all the capitals of all the states in Mexico. Also, it is important to say that the um, security presence was very high. Um, compared with other years in Mexico City, uh, there were not like so many clashes, but it was not the same, for example, in Tlaxcala, which is a very small state in Mexico. Police use water and gas tears uh, with the participants to disperse the protest. And I understand that you witnessed the protest. So can you tell me about some of the main reasons why people were joining the demonstrations? First of all, gender inequality in Mexico is a, a very important problem. There is inequality in job, poverty, violence. But there's a lot of people fighting against Femicide in Mexico, there are around 11 femicides a day, every day. So this is one of the biggest reasons why women are protesting. Also because of missing and disappeared people. This event follows a huge rally that was recently held in several Mexican cities in February against the government's attempt to reform the National Electoral Institute ahead of next year's election. 
The reforms won't come into force until they are signed by President López Obrador. And Polina says that could mean more unrest. Yeah, these protests for sure, they will continue. We have to wait for the reform in the next months. We experienced one of these March as at N6 two months ago in, uh, during December. And I will say we can expect another one in the next months. Next year, we are going to experience elections in Mexico. So I will say that we can expect a lot of these anti-government protests during the next months until the elections next year in June 2024. And turning again to Raul Iglesias, International SOS's lead security analyst for Mexico and Central America. Raul, what should managers' advice be to their workforce should they get caught up in any of these protests? I'd say it depends a lot on the type of protest, actually. Some, yes, are more uh, liable to facing a heavy-handed response from the government, which usually results in incidental risks to any uh, bystanders, people in the immediate vicinity. However, uh, I would advise people to exercise some precautions, such as planning their journeys to make sure they are accounting for these protests, which can take place in major routes or major public spaces of the city, of Mexico City, as well as other urban centers across across the country. We would also uh, advise people who attend these protests, because we can expect actually some workforce to want to participate in protests that are symbolic and significant as the 8 March uh, events, to exercise their own precautions when, if they choose to attend, such as uh, making sure they remain vigilant of what's going on around them, be aware of any signs of unrest, localized clashes between uh, protesters and the police or external provocators. That's something to watch out for because that can uh, cause things to escalate. We would also advise people to not go by themselves, to make sure they're going with friends, colleagues, because there's always a certain safety in in numbers in case something happens, that's something to take into account. And of course, always have your emergency information with you in case, well, you need to reach out to somebody else for help. Well, despite the protests and the increase in organized crime that we've noticed in some areas across Mexico, Raul says the country still compares favorably to some of its neighbors. I believe even though the cartel-related violence, the recent protests give the impression that Mexico is rather volatile. The country is actually one of the most stable in Latin America. Even this uh, recent surge in protests related to the National Electoral Institute, the INE protest, like the one we saw on 26, which was massive, in fact, but was for the most part quite orderly and doesn't really pose immediate threat to the government's stability, like the anti-government protests we've seen in South America, for instance. Andres Manuel López Obrador still enjoys quite a bit of support, much more so than Pedro Castillo did in Peru or Lasso does currently in Ecuador. So it will be really difficult for the opposition to seriously challenge him ahead of the election. But again, there might be some unforeseen factors that can change it. However, going by current trends, that's going to be quite difficult for us to see a major upset that might translate into a greater political instability. 
Well, that's all for now. But just a reminder, you'll be able to access the latest information and updates on the situation in Mexico from our website, internationalsos.com. And from there, you can find out about our global network of assistance centers available to clients 24-7. But until next time, thanks very much for listening. Goodbye.